I am Rudra, a member of the team Paria, and today we are going to talk about Hindu symbols and iconography. Over the millennia of its development, Hinduism has adopted several iconic symbols, forming part of Hindu iconography, that are imbued with spiritual meaning based on either the scriptures or cultural traditions. The exact significance accorded to any of the icons varies with region, period, and denomination of the followers. Over time, some of the symbols, for instance, the swastika, has come to have a wider association, while others like Om are recognized as unique representations of Hinduism. Other aspects of Hindu iconography are covered by the terms murti for icons and mudra for gestures and positions of the hands in the body. So the first symbol we're going to be talking about is the Om. Everybody knows the Om. Om is the sacred sound symbol that represents the universe, the ultimate reality. It is prefixed and sometimes suffixed to all Vedic mantras and prayers. Om is often said to represent God in the three aspects of Brahma, A, Vishnu, U, and Shiva, M, as the divine primordial vibration. It represents the one ultimate reality, underlying and encompassing all of nature and all of existence. The written syllable Om, called Omkara, serves as a deeply significant and distinctly recognizable symbol for Hindu dharma. The pronunciation of Om moves through all possible human linguistic vowel sounds and is different from the pronunciation of Om. Both are often symbolically equated, although they are sonically distinct. What do you think about this, Deepika? I think it's pretty interesting how the word summarizes uh, all of creation of the universe and everything, creative destruction, and how the three people, Brahma, as you know, the creator of the universe, Vishnu, the one who maintains balance, and Shiva, the destroyer. It yeah, encompasses all of them in one symbol. What do you think about it? I think the, I think I'm really, I really agree with you. You know, the most important part, which I like the most, was the, the thing, uh, the, the concept that the Om represents the three primordial, uh, you know, the units of the, the Paramatma, which is the Brahma, Vishnu, Mahesh, which we actually uh, is worship all around the all around India as you know as the traditional god, local gods in the form. And I think this is the point that Om represents the beginning, from, as because we know Brahma is the god of creation. Vishnu is the god of preservation, and uh, Shiva is the, is the god of destroy uh, or destruction. So from Om represents the whole, from the beginning, the life and death of a person. It represents everything. I think that's uh, it's, it's so beautiful that how that simple word represents the whole, the whole balance and the whole ideal nature of the universe. That anything that begins needs to end. What a, to give the to give way to a new beginning. I think this is the one of the most beautiful thing about the Om symbol. Yeah, I agree on that. And I want other like other like how uh, I can say like how it's the primordial which resonates resonates around uh, the whole universe. I think that's what I would like to agree on. Others, would, other team members would like to you know go ahead with that. So I believe Om uh, represents unity and knowledge. 
and uh, that's the reason why we use during ganesh chauthi we write it on our books and i think it's found to be very auspicious and omkara is not only a symbol but it is used as a chant so uh, it is believed that the sound reverb through our entire our body and it fills with and tranquility so feel it is unique to hinduism but it is also used in many other religions such as jainism buddhism or sikhism so i feel it is a very auspicious symbol and it has a very great meaning attached to it yeah i would like to greatly agree with that uh, every i think every uh, you know that uh, everything everything around this universe has something or the other and how you like shrinivas said that it's a, it has a, a auspicious meaning i would like to agree on that that too i think rudra we can move move ahead with like the second uh, second uh, symbol that you have so the second symbol is the swastika pretty common for everyone you see them on new cars or new houses so swastika is a symbol connoting general auspiciousness it represents purity of soul truth and stability or alternatively surya the sun its rotation in four directions has been used to represent many ideas but primarily describes the four directions the four vedas and the harmonious whole its use in hinduism dates back to the ancient times we all pretty much everything about this swastika and it's also a lot of times the foreign people misunderstand the meaning of the swastika they think it's the nazi symbol but i just like to clarify there's a big difference between the nazi swastika and the hindu swastika the nazi swastika as it take is not not a take it's slightly tilted to the left or right and that's a whole different meaning it's not like the hindu one which is for auspiciousness and purity what do you think about that uh, i would actually really agree with you because the the point that you were like made uh, clear that this nazi swastika and the you know the hindu swastika the hindu scripture swastika is way different they just polar opposites as you know the swastika that we are used to see like on auspicious days like diwali and other like ganesh chaturthi swastika represents auspiciousness it represents the four more like the four like uh, we call stumps or like uh, stumps or like the pillars of knowledge for example the rigveda samveda yajurveda atharveda and also the four auspicious directions so how and this is like the beauty of hindu scripture that you know every symbol everything like a small symbol or something or the other has a deeper and like more sounder meaning which gives which uh, like brings out the view brings out the beauty of the knowledge and the thinking our old you know the our ancestors had the scriptures how it you know bring out the most like to give a, to give uh, the idea also you know a great lesson to the humankind so and of and thank and thanks for just clarifying that how the symbols that the foreigners use and the symbol that we are used to watch like seeing is It's way different, and I think the others would also agree with that. 
Yeah, this symbol is pretty common, we see. And, you know, even in the housewarming, uh, you know, puja, we see that we all make uh, this sign. It uh, simply means, you know, good fortune from good fortune and symbol of prosperity. And not also that, you know, adding to what Ruja said, uh, it brings, you know, it has four directions. So it brings all the positive energy into the house. And that's why uh, they, you know, make them with the tikka and, you know, in front of the house door. So, sorry, good energy comes to the house and it's very positive. Yeah, I think if like Srinidhi uh, has something to add on it, otherwise we can move on to a third symbol. Yeah, I think we can move on to the third symbol. Yeah, so then we have the lotus. Of course, everybody knows the lotus. It's associated with the creation theology as well as the gods Vishnu, Brahma and Lakshmi. It is the symbol of beauty and fertility. In the Bhagavad Gita, a human is adjured to be like the lotus. They should go without attachment, dedicating their actions to God. Untouched by sin, like water on a lotus leaf, like a beautiful flower standing high above the mud and water. And I think, Deepika, you know more about the lotus and its relation with Hindu mythology. So, could you let us shed some more light on it? Yeah, like to just take out, take, take away from like what Rudra said. As we know that the three different forms of like lotus has has its own colors. And it's associated with what different type of god, like different type of lotuses is different are associated with different type of like god. For example, Brahma needs white, you know, wish uh, like uh, Lord Shiva needs blue lot like likes blue blue lotuses. Like, blue lotuses are offered to him, and Vishnu and Lakshmi both like pink color lotuses act as a symbol of you know purity and innocence. And one more point that it's also used, lotus is also used, has been used in our scriptures all around the world, all around the more especially in Asia, as a, as like to describe someone's beauty. For example, uh, Goddess Lakshmi is known as Padma Priya because she loves lotuses. Padma means uh, lotus, which is like, it's, it's a payaya synonym for lotus. And Priya means someone who likes that. Uh, Lord, Lord Vishnu is known as Kamal Nayan, which means someone who has eyes like lotus buds. And, you know, there's so many words and but, uh, and also, uh, Lord Vishnu is also known as Padmanab because of someone's from like from whose uh, like navels comes out of the lotus on which the Lord Brahma arrives. There's so many references in the Hindu scriptures for lotuses, and especially this one was most important and the most beautiful thing about the reference of the lotus flower is that we know that lotus, you know, it 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 the swarms and the like the place where they collect mostly but you know we know that it's still it's beautiful despite the, despite you know growing in such a kind such kind of place it has its own beauty and it stands out. So I think this is the message that this this flower needs this flower is kind of giving to the mankind that no matter how your surrounding is it's all about who you are and uh, and, your, and your inner beauty that needs to stand out. You don't have to gel or gel out with the with your surroundings and to be like, represented by your surrounding. It's you who represent yourself. Just be yourself, and I think this is the most important message. And it's still relevant in today's world, 21st century. 
how we uh, actually know how that the other is how we know that today's time there's so many like wrong and bad bad influences for example drugs and cigarettes but if it's for it's one person's persistence that you know, actually uh, symbolizes like actually shines out if you don't want to get indulged in bad like influences you do i think this is the one of the most important message the flower gives out so i think uh, i think the others would like to agree with agree me agree with me on this or you know want to add something or they will be most welcome yeah so i agree with dipika and i think i also believe that one of the most beautiful features of the lotus is that it rises from the unclean water and but it blossoms into the most pure or uncontaminated flower and so it represents purity and uh, also it is uh, very unique uh, to indian culture it is it has a special importance in indian culture so i think this is like this is how our first episode for the like the podcast would like to end you know in a way where like we just talked about the symbols and the other symbolic features which is most prominent in the hindu in the hindu scriptures and i think in the next episode we are going to talk about uh, like the sanskrit which is like known as the mother of all languages and we like we'll go ahead with that topic kavya